Hello, I'm Nat and you are listening to Creative Rambles with Dizzy Tortoise. Today we have an amazing guest joining us. Vidya Ayer is here and we are going to be talking about developing your art skills and how to enjoy the process. Vidya is an artist from Bangalore, India, and she now resides in Singapore. She is also an investor and financial consultant and began sketching in April 2020 during the COVID lockdown. She discovered that she can draw well and soon became passionate about drawing and sketching. She has participated in several art competitions since and is continuing to grow her art practice. If you would like to see her work, you can check it out on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and I'm going to put the link in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. So let's get started. Vidya, it's great to have you here. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into art? Thank you, Nat, for having me on podcast. Uh, I'm an investor and a financial advisor, and I have been in this profession for a decade now. I'm a traveler as well. Um, in uh, 2020, when there was a lockdown during COVID, my son was having online classes. I initially asked him to draw something as he had a lot of free time, but he declined doing it as he was more interested in playing chess. So I thought... Uh, I would draw something on a on an A4 size sheet. I chose to draw eyes and it took me around five hours to finish. And it came out quite well as a beginner. And I did not expect that I can draw so well. So I got very good comments from my um, friends and relatives. So this gave me an inspiration to draw more. So I started drawing every day. So that's how I got into art. That's great. Um, so what are some of the things that you've done to develop um, your skills? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, to develop, uh, you know, my sketching skills in the beginning, I used uh, a specific pencils uh, that's mainly required. Uh, They're called HB pencils. I learned how to do shading with this, with this kind of pencils. And I learned various skills of shading, like uh, hatching, cross hatching, um, then stippling and scribbling, um, circling and finger blend. So this kind of shading is very useful uh, when you draw portraits, animals, you know, that have fur. And then there are realistic things also. So once you have learned the shading, you can use various pencils other than the normal HB, which is 2B, 6B, 9B to do different shadings. And apart from kinds of pencils and shading skills, I also learned how to improve on proportion of any particular thing that you are going to draw, which is height, width of an object. And to see if the things that are being drawn on a correct scale. So this is how, it is. these are the, the skills that you need to develop and also the kinds of pencils and also the proportion you need to keep in mind when you draw. Those are some good tips right there. And I think a lot of the times we forget about the different ways we can, you know, just using a simple pencil, we can create depth and, and a, a range of different tones within, within a piece to make it seem more realistic. So how did you go about developing your style? Yeah, well, actually, that's a good question. Uh, I, I did not uh, think of any particular style because it has been just two years uh, for me to draw. So I just wanted to draw whichever style that comes to me naturally. Um, so there are different modes though, like uh, pencil drawing, colored pencils and pen drawing as well. 
And I've used these three modes of drawings till now and discovered that I'm good at drawing the various things like snake, mongoose, pizza, eyes, and some realistic uh, drawings like, you know, broken glass, oranges, apples, cakes, ice creams. And these are the things which I draw from some reference pictures. I need to have a reference that is a particular, probably a style that I can select from. And then after drawing multiple things, um, which will be able to see my Facebook and Instagram, I found that uh, I'm able to draw all the styles. It could be for a portrait of any various, any uh, celebrity or, you know, items like cars, birds, animals. And if you are looking for any particular style that really needs to be there, then it is required to practice the same kind of style over and over again. Uh, which if it is done, only then you get a particular style that you can draw. Moreover, you require more years of practice for getting a particular style. I, I That's what I believe. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, like, I agree. I think the initial stages of experimentation and trying all these different things add yeah. to like the kind of work that you can produce and then but the more you practice, the more you come into come into your own and and your work yeah. really stands out and is recognizable, you know, as yours. Yeah. So how do you actively create a passion to draw? What do you do to keep yourself excited about art? Uh, okay, uh, well, I usually uh, observe various uh, pictures uh, in magazines, televisions, and sometimes uh, in, the, in the art websites. I constantly see different varieties of artistic drawings like nature, trees, pathways, cartoons, portraits, and that makes me or inspires me to draw more. Uh, I would also like to practice little complicated you know, drawings sometimes like a furry cat or a furry gorilla or a mandala art, which is an Indian um, you know, uh, art which has specific designs, uh, which includes curves. And uh, this, the passion came to me after I understood how to draw and the process of drawing and then ultimately the result. So if I'm satisfied with the result, that's when I realize that I'm capable to draw more of such pictures and improve more on the skills to make, you know, this artwork more realistic and appealing. Um, to keep myself feel excited about art, I constantly work on um, some problem areas. Like, you know, I have to understand the drawbacks and I can find those drawbacks in the previous drawings and work on it to improve more, you know, by adding new skills of sketching. So this really works when you are actually passionate and focused on the drawing. And if you are, if it is also good, if you're self-motivated and inspired, but practice is a key, it's required to practice. And then you will feel more excited to draw and continue. Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, like I, I agree with the fact that practice is is what really keeps you going and you know especially if if you're struggling with something if you just walk away from it and leave it and never go back to it and work on that skill it's not something that you're going to develop and then when you come to draw that again you just kind of for me personally I start to feel like oh do I really want to do this and but the more <laughs> I practice that skill the more I get excited about about drawing yeah. it. See, yeah, you're right. 
Um, so what challenges have you faced when you're learning to draw? You know, and how, how have you overcome them? Yes, uh, initially when I started drawing certain things, uh, I had to keep on, I had, a, I had to keep an eraser with me because uh, when you are trying to draw towards perfection, that is when comes a problem. Initially, I, I used to feel that I, I should draw perfectly. There should not be any difference from the reference uh, pictures that I've taken. But then later on, I felt that it's not necessary to be perfect. Uh, the important is how it has come out well. How do you feel satisfied? And yeah, rubbing is not a problem. You can use erasers multiple times. But uh, these initial challenges are those that pull, puts me down. Sometimes I feel like um, I'm not done properly, so I just leave it. And I would not do it for one hour or two hours. I just not continue. But then I feel I should give some time to myself and start again. So I continue this drawing after two hours or probably after some days. So uh, these are the small, small challenges in the beginning yeah. that I faced, yeah. That's it. I think everyone on their artistic journey, you know, faces challenges like this. And and yeah. I'm exactly the same. One of the things that um, I've started to do is because I'm big on, you know, using the eraser and getting rid of lines that I don't like and tidying things up. Um, but one of the practices that I do now is I'll draw with a pen okay. so it doesn't allow me the opportunity yeah. to rub out. And yeah. I'm like, I'm starting to see by using a pen and not being able to erase any lines an improvement exactly. in my drawing skills that way as well, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, so when you're feeling frustrated with a piece of art, do you like what what do you do? Do you walk away from it? Do you like do you try and work through the problems? No, I I do I do walk away for a few hours, but then I feel that I cannot feel defeated. I should do something to improve. So in that case, I again try to see the reference. I again look at that. You no, know, I establish some concentration. I, I feel that I should concentrate properly more. It's sometimes difficult to just uh, not have a hand-eye coordination, which is what is required when you are actually taking a reference. When you draw yourself, it is fine. But when you're looking at a picture and drawing, you really need to follow these steps, like hand-eye coordination. So then, and also the shading proportions, which are very important. So I try to see the drawbacks. So these are the drawbacks I find. Then uh, the effects of light and how you should shade in the areas where the lights, you know, keeping the effects of lights in mind. And then I also lose patience sometimes, but these are the things I learned that patience also is required. Um, yeah, so, but then this, these things like patience, keeping in mind your drawbacks and working on it and practicing only can enhance your skills. Otherwise you cannot do you have to do these things yeah definitely patience is something i am still working on like it, <laughs> I i'm the most impatient person on the planet and <laughs> that takes a lot of work for me even for me i've learned it uh, i've learned it with great difficulty <laughs> but it's so, very necessary what? i think yeah Okay, so what tips do you have for people that really want to develop their art skills? What would you suggest to them? 
yeah, I would like to, uh, you know, uh, give this tip is that you need to be focused. Um, you should have focus on your passion because if drawing becomes your passion, then you need to be focused on that. And uh, then the, there are some times when you don't want to draw, give yourself a break, restart again. And then definitely you will be able to draw after a few days. But uh, do whatever you can and whatever skills you have got to know about what kind of pencils you use, what kind of shadings, what, whatever that I have listed before, before uh, to keep the passion you know, the, alive within you. And uh, these are the things, sincerity, uh, practice and patience. These three things are most necessary for uh, continuing your passion. Definitely. Um, so are there any like particular drawing practices that you would recommend that would help people improve? Any particular exercises that they could do? Uh, yes, initially uh, you can actually try drawing simple things, which I started, all the items, like uh, a, a very easy face, a portrait, if you're interested in portrait, or anything that is in your room, if you're sitting in a room and if you're seeing a table or a chair, you just try to drop that first, those things first and visualize. Probably if there is nothing, you can try to visualize. But if you're not good at visualizing, you can see uh, any particular thing that's right in front of you and look at it and draw. And uh, do the shading just exactly, you know, whatever is there on the table. So these are the ways I started with when I uh, started to sketch. Uh, other things I can also say that uh, eyes, drawing eyes is also very, very nice and very interesting, which you can, which you can actually start with. Uh, yeah, so, and nature. Yes, I, would, I, would, I forgot that. It's nature, which is like uh, a winter season or a summer season or a monsoon season. You can have a picture in front of you. It doesn't need to be from the website. It can be any picture that you can get and then you can start drawing. It doesn't need to be perfect in the initial uh, stages, but over the period of time, you will get to know uh, what mistakes you have made. Because when you see the improvement, then you will understand, oh, I made this mistake, which I should not have done, and I'm going to improve upon it. So you have to relate things. That's all I would say, yeah. Those are some <laughs> wonderful tips. Um, yeah, I, I love those. I think a lot of those things I try to incorporate into my own practice as well. And I think mm -hmm. making sure you're drawing something every day and not getting caught up in, oh, what can I draw? Like you said, you can draw anything that's in your room, whatever's around you. It's a really nice. simple and easy thing to do. And yeah. by doing that practice every day, even if it's only like 10 minutes here and there, yes. you really yeah. start to see growth in that consistency. Um, so sharing your work can be um, challenged sometimes. It's definitely a challenge I've experienced. Are mm -hmm. you ever worried about how your creativity is perceived or being judged by others? And, and how do you overcome that? Uh, okay, uh, so it's like uh, you want to know uh, how people judge my uh, drawing or is it like what so do they when say? You put in, when you're putting your work on social media so you put in a piece of art on Instagram do you ever yes. worry about oh what if people 
what if people don't react the way I want them to? Do you ever do you ever get any worries about that? Oh, you know, I'm not at all worried about it. Actually, I would oh, like okay. criticisms. <laughs> I am I'm more uh, I, I appreciate if people uh, truly tell what they actually feel other than just making me happy by okay giving a comment that it's very good very pretty okay that's fine it's good but then I would like to genuinely have a genuine comment that oh your your sh- I, and I have comments like if there is a shading that's not been done properly they would tell me that more shading is required or um, if if the fur is not enough on a cat, then they would ask me to make more furry, use a different kind of a pencil, or um, use a finger blend, which is just required to make it look realistic. And I've also got all these comments, a lot of comments, and I appreciate. I even write to them back that thank you for uh, you know giving me such comments, and I appreciate it. Because this is what uh, makes you feel, uh, you know, you feel like, oh, yeah, he's he's taken pains to understand your drawing. And he has, he has, he's taken out his time to write a comment. Otherwise, they will not bother. There are many people who will not bother about it. If he has taken time and he has, appreci- has given some commencements, you should take it seriously. and work on it. Yeah. So I don't mind. I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. I love how confident you are with all of this. Like, I'm the complete opposite. I'm terrified of like <laughs> bad responses. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Um, and that's something I've had to like work really hard to overcome because you're right. Like yeah. when people are giving criticism, they're not doing it, or usually, like nine times out of ten, they're not doing it because they're trying to be mean. They're doing it because they're like, oh, I'm a fellow artist. I can help you improve if maybe you just look at it this way or do this. Wow. Um, and I think that's great I think I've had a lot of trouble with Mm -hmm. sharing work because I'm afraid that it's not good enough or I'm afraid I'm not good enough and that's something I've really had to work on confidence over time and now I'm at a stage where I can share my work yeah (laughs) I think in the initial in the beginning when you uh you put something that you feel that it's very nice you might want to have good comments. But then over the period of time, I understood that um, I have to see, you know, like how they feel about it. I have to understand that also. That's it. Yeah, definitely. So what is your number one tip to give to someone who wants to pursue the creative passion? You need to be focused on your passion. That is the only tip. One number one tip is to be focused. If you're not focused... Um, you cannot continue with uh, any passion, whether it's drawing or sketching or any other activity. Yeah, that's the one. Cool. So, um, what are you working on at the moment, and how can we how can we see what what you do? Uh, I'm drawing a car on my son's request. Actually, it's a car. It's Audi car. So, uh, I'm trying to understand uh, i'm trying to find out different ways to do which i just recently found it's using grid grid lines which i've never used before so i never use it usually but this time i would like to try out with that and i'd like to put that in the facebook and instagram soon excellent i can't wait to see it (laughs) thanks (laughs) So it's been great talking to you, Vidya. 
thank you so much today and sharing your journey and experiences with us. Don't forget, if you would like to check out Vidya's work, all links are in the show notes. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode, so please feel free to reach out and let me know what you think. Follow along with the podcast to see more episodes um, coming every week on a Wednesday. Thank you for listening, everyone. You are absolutely amazing. Go do something creative and have a great day.